0: up, so guys, um, the practice or injury reports for today, George Kittle was limited, Armstead was limited, Ambry Thomas was limited, Oren Burks was limited, and that was it. Go ahead. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle what, what kind of status is, is Kittle and, and Armstead? Do you have any concerns about them at this point in the week? No, I don't. No, they'll be good to go. Hello, Coach. Um, Christian McCaffrey had done a historic season this year without any quarterback doing historic season as well. it would have been an MVP lock in the 90s, early 2000. And today it seems unlikely that he will be MVP during the NFL honors. Do you think it's impossible in the actual NFL for a non-quarterback to be MVP? I think it's possible. Um, but it doesn't seem like they do that anymore. I mean, I just think it's hard to compare those positions a little bit. So... Um, I mean, if anyone's ever been an MVP that's not a quarterback, it's definitely Christian. Um, but I, it does usually go to a quarterback, so hopefully someday they'll be able to balance that out. So guys deserve it for both spots because they're not comparable positions. Kyle, Ryan, Dunleavy, New York Post. A lot of uh, – the. why do you think so many of successful Super Bowl teams have had trick plays, aggressive plays – I, Philly special, Sean Payton's onside kick. Is it the extra week to prepare? Why do you think that is? And do you think that's something that Super Bowl winning teams have to do, be more aggressive? Um, no, I, I think you got to do – I think you got to be strategic. I don't think anyone just says, let's be aggressive. Um, I think that was a good – I think the Philly special was a great two-point play versus man-to-man coverage only. Better not run that versus zone. Uh, they had a good man check. They knew they played man, so that – usually is a really good play. Um, And I think Sean Payton, I'm just guessing, knew going against Payton Manning in that offense, he was going to do everything he could to steal a possession. Probably saw a guy um, leaving too early on the kickoff team all year, and it was probably a risk worth taking knowing who they were going against. Uh, Just one more awards question. Patrick Willis has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame this year. What's your biggest memory about Patrick Willis on the field? Um, Just him kicking the crap out of us I don't think I've I don't remember beating Patrick Willis too much didn't get a play against him a ton I've, I want to say the last time was probably a 31 to 3 game I think in 2013 when he came to Washington um he they had a hell of a defense and he was the best guy out there hi Kyle can you talk about your observations the level of intensity at practice today and also how do you balance the messaging with you know, the margin for error against a team like the Chiefs, but also wanting guys to play fast and free on both sides of the ball? Uh, Yeah, usually Super Bowl practices are, you know, they're great. Guys um, got a lot of natural energy. They're all really excited for the moment on Sunday, and guys just want – they want every opportunity to go through that so they're as prepared as well as they can be when you get to Sunday. Anytime you get into the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl practices, meetings, everything, everyone's just um, a lot more alert. And um, you want them – I mean, once the game starts, it's all about cutting it loose. Uh, that's why you go through everything throughout the week and you try to be uptight about every single detail and cover it all. But when that game starts, it's, it's not about thinking. It's about reacting and playing. And uh, usually if you've had the right preparation, then um, you're, you can play that way. If you've got to start thinking on Sunday, you're in trouble. Hi, Coach. Good afternoon. Federico Rivera from Mexico. Um, coach, uh, bigger keys for you guys, uh, slowing down Travis Kelsey or stopping Chris Jones? And a second one, if you let me. Uh, if, you go, if you win, how are you going to celebrate? Um, your first one, who's hard to stop? Kelsey or Chris Jones? Is that what, how you asked it? Yeah, slowing down um, Travis Kelsey or stopping Chris Jones? Bigger keys for you guys. Bigger keys? Um, yes. We've got to do both. I can't put one in front of the other because um, they're on separate sides of the ball and they're the two biggest challenges on each side. I mean, that's what's so different about football. You don't, it's its not basketball where you're playing back and forth. It's one offense versus other defense and vice versa. So it's two separate games going out there and it's how everything ties together. That's why quarterbacks are never playing against each other. Uh, Chris Jones is the toughest guy to deal with on their defense. And, um, you know, after Pat, I mean, um, Travis is the toughest one of the toughest players to deal with in this league, so they're both two huge challenges. Um, haven't thought about that yet, but I'll do it for a while. It won't just be one night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, in uh, this day and age, where there's a lot of data analytics and film study, how much do you allow your gut to take over and make a call for you? Um, I mean, film study. An- I mean, film study analytics. That's what affects your gut. I mean, your gut. Not just gambling on roulette or anything. It's um, you study, you prepare, you do that a lot of ways. You you know you know your own team. You know the tendencies of what you're going against from watching film, from watching techniques. You get tons of analytics reports that sometimes can really help. Sometimes they're skewed. You got to look in all that and match it with what you see, and that's what affects your gut. Your gut isn't just, hey, I got a good gut. It's, <laughs> you've worked at it all week, and which allows you to anticipate and do stuff because every decision is based off of that. There's not. Until we get robots doing this, there's not just, hey, this equals this, and you go to this. It's it's all about that one play, and there's different variations, and it's only about that one play. Kyle, uh, Jim Alexander with Real Talker. media's quick to make narratives sometimes about careers, and there might be one if you don't win this game that you can't big, win the big one. How are you prepared to deal with that if that would be the case that – That might be the narrative coming out of this game if you guys don't win. Um, I deal with it the same way if we win. I celebrate with our team. I celebrate with my families, and I move on with the rest of my life, which is being a father or son and coaching and working and doing all that. I mean, narrative, good or bad, is just a narrative, and that's my biggest thing with everything. Like When you go into these games, what makes you prepare? I just don't want regrets. I just I want to do everything that makes sense to myself, that makes sense for our team. And when you do that, that's what I have found. No matter how hard something is or good something is, um, you always keep perspective of what it really is. If you, wanna, if you want your perspective to be someone else's narrative, good luck being happy in life or successful. Hey, Kyle, I have a pretty important question. Um, always. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can you discuss the smoke alarm? Um, how it affected you? Were you able to get back to sleep? How will it affect you on, on Sunday? Uh, we, we were already up, so I didn't get any of the coaches. And we're, we're in the basement, so we didn't actually hear it. But um, by the time I saw the players at 7 and asked them how their, their night was, they all were complaining about the fire alarm and all having to go outside and everything. So I didn't realize how big of a deal it was till I met them and they showed me the video. And So I think it was a pain for them. Just no one wants to get up at 6 and have to go outside when we don't have meetings till 8. But, it is what it is. Hey, Kyle, how do you reconcile the fact that everything you do throughout the season and even through the off season, how do you kind of sit with the fact that it all boils down to this one moment, these three hours on Sunday? Um, I think that's how it boils down to it for everybody. I, I think if I look at my whole NFL career, like I feel like the only time that you ever in the season satisfied without a Super Bowl is um, maybe people's first year as a head coach if you exceed over it over exceed um, expectations. If you do that more than people think and you're just short of the playoffs, it's like the only time that you haven't made the playoffs and you're not just feeling like you completely failed after that you don't make the playoffs in this league like no one's happy um if you make to the playoffs and you lose your last game in the playoffs um no one's happy when you get to the Super Bowl if you lose the Super Bowl you're not happy um I got told this a long time ago uh, there's usually only one team that's happy at the end of the year and so whether it comes down to the Super Bowl it's a playoff game it's it's all the same like we're going for the big one yeah it hurts when you get that close to it because it is so hard to get there um but I mean there's Lots of big games in this league. I'm very fortunate our team's been able to get here twice. Um, you know, last one was a tough one. I uh, felt we had every opportunity to win that, but um, they made those plays that we didn't at the end, and I think it's going to be a real tight game this week. we got two really good teams, and we'll see how it unfolds, but I like our chances. Back left, red Coach, Alvaro martinez of Ridmo. Yesterday, Troy Vincent at an Amazon presentation talked about the impact of AI and data on head coaching. He said some of the younger coaches would love to have that as help because they're not as experienced. The older coaches don't want that anywhere near the younger coaches because it made even even the field. You've been a young coach, you're not a young coach anymore. Do you ever foresee having a booth next to you so you can consult very quickly or at this point what you know is good enough and the machine won't help you? No, I mean what anybody knows isn't good enough. Everything evolves every day. So I don't care if you're young or old or it's this week or next week. Like, if you don't stop, if you stop learning, you're, it's not for long. So, I mean, I don't, it's pretty broad on what AI does and everything, but if it can help, I mean, we'll use anything that helps. But again, football, like percentages and everything can help people have a clue what happens over a long period of time. That's why I always relate it to blackjack. If you follow the rules exactly, you should win 51% of the time if you, no one sits next to you who doesn't know the rules. Um, but football's not that way. You didn't. You don't get to run that third and one 100 times and end up, if you do it the exact way, someone next to you, you'll be 51%. Um, so, I mean, sometimes you get a lot of numbers, but people don't realize, um, well, yeah, they're a good run team. Um, well, that was pretty bad. Did you see that one guy bust and let's get that 70-yarder all of a sudden? Um, but... Everyone else is going to talk to you about how they're a real good run team. So, like, all that stuff. And sometimes it's really good. That's why you got to take it all in. But don't just read a sheet and think it's the cliff notes and it'll help you pass the test. You better go verify it in a lot of different ways because it's one decision. Kyle, what what do you remember about what your dad told you after the last Super Bowl? And then what kind of conversations have you had leading up to this one? Um, I mean – Last Super Bowl, he say he was proud of me, heard for me, um, knows they're tough. That's um, so what happens right away, like probably any dad would do. As it goes by, you, I can talk more football with my dad than most people can. Um, but not much different than any other game, you know. So nothing magical to give you guys. Kyle, would you agree that, you know, maybe you guys haven't played your A game yet in the two playoff games? And uh, how have you gone about challenging your team and preparing them so that this game is a more complete game from start to finish. I mean, that's. I don't think we've necessarily played our A game all year. I mean, I think just in all three phases, I thought probably in all three phases it was maybe Dallas. We got there, I think, in the second half of the Philly game. Uh, didn't start out that right that way. Um, we've been able to win a lot of games and um, win a lot of them. Um, not very. That weren't very close. But I mean, we don't. Everything we we, we never have acted. I mean, those two games in the playoffs. Um, Definitely weren't our best all around in all three phases, but you're also going against some better teams too. It always does get harder, but our team, we haven't sat sat here and said, what do we got to do these last two weeks? This is what we do every single game, even games that people think we're doing real good in. We don't always look at it that way. So we're pretty hard on each other. We... um, there's nothing new that we're seeing. Like, oh, we got to fix it. It's, we every single play, whether it's practice, whether it's a walkthrough, whether it's the game, it's it's always accounted for. We're, so we got guys that like football; they don't mind getting corrected, and we just keep working at it, always trying to have that perfect game, which probably never will have. Um, but hopefully, we can have as good of a one this week, and that be our last one of the year. So you're right, last one, Kyle. You uh, when you first took over as the head coach of the Niners, your offense was known for a lot of under center play action. That was kind of the a- the new big thing. Over the last five, six years, you've been running it less and less and less, been more shotgun play action, more under center straight drop back. What's been the impetus behind that change? Uh, Lots of things, how defense play uh, you, to certain passes you want to do out of the shotgun. And then once you do more stuff out of the gun, how you get, I mean, regardless of whether we're in gun or under center, we're still trying to be balanced on first and second down. So um, you come up with new runs out of the shotgun, which leads to new play actions out of the shotgun. Um, Whatever you do a lot of, you usually get stuff off of that. And um, I don't know, you get quarterbacks that are more comfortable with it. You start to do a different play. uh, Things just evolve, and you just keep learning. You build inventory.